0: It's Dr. Dave, hopefully you're all doing well, enjoying your week, and you got through Monday okay. Coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic on Tuesday, December 4th, 2018 with your daily health update. Six great areas of information, going to look at concussions, we know that's not a good thing, but it's also connected apparently to suicide risk, further complicating matters of course. We're going to talk about essential adiposity. Uh, what that having that central kind of fat deposits does with pancreatic cancer. And um, fish, we've talked about eating lots on the daily health update before. Uh, this time we're going to look at how that can help fight asthma. Exercise, um, even if you can't lose weight, is still good for you, makes you healthier. So weight is not the only benefit of exercise. We're going to differentiate between the two. We're going to look at some triggers for ulcers and then uh, people get some back pain that's close to their pelvis. It's in something called their sacroiliac or SI joint and we're going to briefly talk about that. It could relate to you or someone you know. Concussions are becoming more prevalent in contact sports. Uh, they're definitely getting more attention in the media um, because of their seriousness, not only because of the immediate impact the risk, but also the long-term health repercussions of suffering a concussion. And now this study from the Journal of the American Medical Association Neurology in November 2018 points that those concussions are linked to a suicide risk. Individuals with a history of mild traumatic brain injury are more likely to commit suicide than men and women who have never sustained a serious head injury. In this study, researchers reviewed data concerning 6.7 million adults and found that while the absolute risk for suicide is very low among those who have experienced at least one concussion, it's still twice that of the general population. So it doubles the risk, it seems, of potentially committing suicide uh, upon having had a concussion. Good to protect that brain if you are in contact sports. If you're a parent with children who play, uh, be sure they understand the rules for contact that they wear their equipment properly uh, not just having it on but make sure that it's on properly uh, not too loose not too tight and um, just being aware that these uh, activities now some of them are side effects of day-to-day living unfortunately other accidents and injuries can happen uh, but it's good to maintain a healthy lifestyle after those concussions physically chemically and emotionally because it could have an impact down the Pancreatic cancer is one of the worst cancers, very aggressive, high likelihood of metastasis, and uh, just something that, uh, you know, along with any other health condition, I guess it's not something that anyone would want. An analysis of health data regarding 156,000 postmenopausal women found that those with a greater waist circumference had up to 40% increased risk for pancreatic cancer. That from the Annals of Epidemiology, September 2018. So, Again, if there was ever a reason to stay fit, get moving and watch uh, our nutrition, then that uh, correlation between having that uh, greater waist circumference, so central fatty deposits and pancreatic cancer, good motivation talked about asthma before on the daily health update. Uh, Breathing is uh, a vital thing obviously to life but one of the scariest things about asthma is for parents when they see their child not being able to breathe and have an asthma attack. It can be very frightening, very stressful and uh, not a fun thing to experience at all. In this study from the Journal of Human Nutrition and Dietetics in October 2018, they're finding that a diet rich in fish may help fight asthma. Among a group of 64 children with asthma, those who consumed a Mediterranean diet rich in fatty fish experienced both improved lung function and a significant reduction in in bronchial inflammation within just six months. The lead researcher notes that we already know that a diet high in fat, sugar, and salt can influence the development and progression of asthma in children. and Now we have evidence, evidence that it's also possible to manage asthma symptoms through healthy eating. Fatty fish is high in omega-3 fatty acids, which have anti-inflammatory properties. Our study shows eating fish just twice a week can significantly decrease lung inflammation in children with asthma. So, getting those omega-3s eating that fatty fish staying away from a diet high in fat sugar and salt can really help support overall health and wellness even when it comes to lung function and asthma and it's that mediterranean diet that we talk about and love so much on the daily health update it seems to be a good foundation for that and then when we couple that diet with some exercise You never know what you can accomplish in terms of your health and wellness. Even if you don't lose weight, uh, following those protocols uh, will make you healthier. According to a new study, overweight folks who exercise regularly shouldn't be discouraged if they can't lose weight. In the study, investigators observed that obese but fit individuals have 44% lower pulse rates, 37% better heart function, and 43% lower body fat than participants who are both obese and unfit. The lead researcher adds that the cultural and clinical practice should start shifting from not just focusing on weight loss for health benefits, but really promoting and maintaining a certain exercise level, building up your cardiorespiratory fitness so you can run longer, get up more flights of stairs, etc. That from the American Heart Association, November 2018. It's interesting because my uh, correlation with health and wellness over somebody's lifetime is that they should be able to run across the street to save their life. It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek comment and and it's not meant as a criticism but the reality is if you maintain body function uh, you're just more likely to get through life as long as you were designed and created to with as better as good of if not, and as better quality as possible and that ability to get across the street run to save your life uh, is a marker for that I believe. Now not everybody likes to run there's different kinds of activities we have to find something that we enjoy doing to get our body moving and get some exercise and fitness and uh, whatever we do will probably preserve our ability to stay functional which is the key. Do you suffer from ulcers? If you have a dull or burning pain in your stomach that lasts for minutes or hours and comes and goes for days weeks or months then you may have a peptic ulcer. The National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases mentions these common causes of peptic ulcers, long-term use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs such as aspirin or ibuprofen, an infection with the bacteria Helobacter pylori or H. pylori, and certain tumors in the stomach, intestine, or pancreas. That from the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases, November 2018. So uh, if you have those uh, symptoms, that dull or burning pain in your stomach, good to get a proper diagnosis. You may have a peptic ulcer, but there may be other causes or sources of that ulcer. um, And it's good to uh, get a differential diagnosis on that so you can pursue not only the treatment of the symptom, but make sure that you get to the underlying cause or source of those ulcers and any kinds of stomach area related pains. Finally on the chiropractic side of things, low back pain, of course being very popular in terms of the chiropractic world, what chiropractic practitioners see quite often, and uh, an area in the lower back that's commonly mistaken for low back pain is the pelvis, and the pelvis, especially in the back, has two large joints called the sacroiliac or SI joints and those can quite often cause discomfort in the back region as well. Thorough examinations of 124 patients complaining of pain in the sacroiliac or SI joint region revealed that SI joint itself was the pain generator in less than 10 of the cases the findings showed that for the vast majority of the patients in the study, the pain they experienced in the SI joint region was referred pain caused by dysfunction in the lower back. The findings revealed the importance of a physical exam and diagnostic test when assessing patients with SI joint region pain to distinguish potential pain generators. That from the Clinical Spine Surgery Journal, October 2018. And that's the value of uh, knowing the difference when self-care and doing things to try and recover your back pain uh, pelvic pain, SI joint pain, and discomfort through active self-care versus um, getting it assessed and being sure that you know where the underlying dysfunction is. Because in this case, even though the pain was in the SI joint area, the sacroiliac joint or pelvis, in less than 10 cases of those 124 patients who had pain in that area, was, was the pain actually from those joints, but rather from the low back pain, low back instead good to get that proper assessment, diagnosis, treatment, and then, of course, directed with the self-care that you can do on your own to uh, further the recovery and know how to keep it healthy in the future. There's your six great pieces of information for today, Tuesday, December 4th. Getting deeper into the start of December, hope you're staying warm and uh, enjoying the coming holiday season. And um, your quote for today comes from Kate Forsyth, who says, May the heart be kind, may my heart be kind, may my mind be fierce, and my spirit be brave. So go out there and um, care for yourself and care for others around you. Stay focused on what you're doing and how you're doing it. Have some goals, dreams, desires, and ambitions. And just stay lighthearted and know that every day is a good day supporting you with what you want to do and uh, who you want to be and you will have a good life. And I wish that for all of you. And that's why we're here Monday through Friday with the Daily Health Update to support the wellness component of having those great experiences every day. And that means tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll be back with another episode. And I shall look forward to chatting with you then. Stay well.